Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, depending on where you're listening to us. Um, if it's morning, good morning. If it's afternoon, good afternoon. If it's evening, good evening. Um, welcome to this week's episode of Kenya's Market Map. Um, as always, you're with me, Daniel Kalia. I'm the co-host, Easter Fanning. And uh, Keegan Kiplimo, chilly morning today in Nairobi, Kenya. Episode number 15. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Episode number 15. Um, if you've been listening to us from episode one, thank you very much. Uh, Tuma Paybill will buy a soda for you. Um, you and who? <laughs> you and who? <laughs> I'm my able buona, my able co-host here buona. So you're saying they should Waku. send they should send Paybill, the, we buy them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. till number yeah. ya soda warm, Fanta. Fanta okay. warm. You can get man. that. You no, know, me, I was thinking the other way. <laughs> because I've been yeah. getting a lot of guys saying, you know, um, that we should have a pay bill or something, some guys who want to contribute a little bit. Yes. But, but we'll look into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome to this week's episode of Kenya's Market Map. Uh, if you're new, Kenya's Market Map is a weekly podcast that discusses um, uh, events that happen in the capital and financial markets in Kenya, in East Africa, in yeah. Africa, uh, even in the world. Um, if it's something interesting, uh, we'll touch on it and discuss it and give you insights on different topics and different subjects across uh, the world. So, yeah, this week, um, as usual, I think this week has gone fairly quickly. Mm. Um, this is our last podcast, I believe, in November. November. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, next one will be in December. So, um, guys, how have your weeks been? Um, what are your highlights? I'll start with Keegan. Um, I, honestly, I feel tired. Um, I really need a vacation. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm counting. You know, when when will we uh, <laughs> when will we just take a break in in December? I mean, a lot of stuff has happened this year. I mean, I, I really need a break. I'm coming to the highlight of the week. So um, this week, some uh, I think it was a happy moment for me. Mm-hmm. because we saw that um, the SASRA, which is the regulator for SACOs in Kenya, they signed um, an MOU with DCI, mm-hmm. and the MOU now formalized um, what is called the SACO Society um, Fraud Investigation Unit, just like the way we have the banking um, fraud investigation unit. Yeah, yeah. Now, the you know, the conversation about the Sako Society Fraud Investigation Unit started back in 2019, but then it has been in the pipeline. You know, as you know, things with government, it's it's not a day's work. It mm-hmm. takes time. So it has been formalized um, this week. And this is, this is going to be a game changer, okay? Mm-hmm. Because according to 2017 numbers, we have more than 22,000 registered circles in Kenya. And we have more than 14 million Kenyans who are members of circles. Yeah. Now, if you look at the nature of circles in Kenya, this is where people have put people the pe- people save there okay people yeah, put their yeah. lifelong and you know money their savings you know for pension and everything and fraud cases are a lot you can imagine 22000 registered circles fraud cases must be there a lot yeah. of them so that Kenyans have been exposed a lot when it comes to to circles and fraud and i think this is something that will rescue Kenyans i'm a happy man with that Okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah. It's very good progress. It's very good because, as you've said, the number of people who are in circles, yeah, um, being able to protect um the the investor essentially. Yeah. The, but what is what is the need of that? What is the need of that? What are what are the numbers of let's say um 
what are the numbers that inform the necessity of such a regulation or a unit okay for me honestly i don't have i don't have the numbers and uh, statistics uh, to give you yeah. but i have anecdotal reports uh-huh. that have you know people have interacted with yeah. and this is particularly um friends of my of my parents and people who are in the generation of my parents yeah. that all oh, they started saving with this circle then uh, what happened you know fraud uh, some people in the in the in the circles and society circle societies yeah. the officials there you know did some decisions that they things that they should or should not have done yeah. you know to yeah. the fiduciary claim to yeah. protect the interest of the yeah, yeah, the members of the yeah, circles members, yeah. and you find that when that happens they don't have someone to run to okay mm-hmm. but now they'll have somewhere to report to because there is the circle society fraud investigation unit yeah, yeah. so this is a partnership between sasra the regulator and dci but then this unit will now be uh, will be under sasra yeah yeah and and even i think recently we've seen um wait that, under sasra yeah i mean the unit will be based under sasra the okay. Sakos Society Fraud in, um, Investigation Unit. Yeah. yeah, it will be under Sasra. Or oh, not DCI. No, 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 no. But okay. then they'll, they'll, be, they'll be working together with the DCI. and you know with okay. the DCI and this 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 is a game changer because do you know what? It's one thing to be a regulator like yeah. Sasra yeah. where you can just revoke um licenses, mm. okay? Mm. But then when it comes to now really tracking down fraud, mm. you need capability of people like DCI the police sure. you know where you can sure. be able to to um even track someone you know yeah. to find someone somebody who's stolen money for <laughs> for circle members you know you can be able to track them probably using their phone number or what and be able you know to find them and prosecute them so that's that that arm of government mm. is really really important yeah. yeah cool yeah and i think we can for an example i'm not saying that this is necessarily related to fraud yeah. activities but there have been issues with a number of circles in terms of uh, mismanagement by by the I officials. know you want to say Mwalimu. Let me say Mwalimu. Not Mwalimu. I was actually <laughs> referring to Urithi. Uh, Urithi. Uh-huh. Uh, we've seen that they want um, their land is to be auctioned mm-hmm. uh, by Family Bank yeah. and the, some of the members have gone to court to try and stop it. Yeah. Um, this is a loan that was taken in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, for 728 million to yeah. buy the land uh-huh. and it was supposed to be paid in 60 months. However, the circle uh, stopped paying in f- after four months Oh. and it has already been an issue back and forth since then they argue that they had agreed on a restructuring plan in 2019 mm-hmm. but the bank says um you guys haven't been uh, servicing your your obligation yeah. and so i'm not saying that this particular issue is necessarily related to mismanagement but yeah. there are other issues where you can't it really is. i mean it don't matter mis- down to mismanagement <laughs> yeah i mean come on yeah. <laughs> i mean you're you not why do you go for a loan that whose length or term is 60 months yeah. and then four months you you're stop paying you out mm. of it it means yeah. right from the onset you knew so well you don't have the capacity to take up this loan you know if you look at corporate governance kalia mm-hmm. people don't just make decisions overnight yeah. such a huge decision for buying land like that is something that probably sits in strategic plans mm-hmm. annual plans things like those you see so i mean mm. how can such things go wrong yeah. quote in quote yeah. yeah so yeah so that's a thing that is bringing making this a necessity it's yeah. i think it would it would work both ways i'm yeah. sure there are guys who also want to defraud circles <laughs> um, absolutely so looking at the individuals as well as looking at the circles themselves especially mm. for the circles themselves i think it's very important to ensure that uh, the management is not fleecing guys and guys because i was hearing a story of uh, the other day 
I traveled to Kericho yeah. uh, over the weekend and I was as I was coming back I was talking uh, I was with a lecturer mm-hmm. and this is a guy who was in Moi University yeah. and he was telling me how the Moi University uh lecturers pension not pension uh the circle yeah the lecturer yeah. circle apparently circle. does not have any money right now so he was talking about yes it's fine you can say the university itself is being mismanaged yeah, yeah. and yeah that's a state resource uh, whatever whatever yeah. but when it comes to now this uh circle that is for by the lecturers people yeah. are putting their money yeah. there yeah. and even that has been finished like mismanaged totally you see <laughs> hey but then again you see it it's it's all again management so most of these universities they have the lecturers and the staff have circles mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just like i mean the the common interest they have that yeah, all yeah. the identity common brings identity them together. brings them together this would know they form a circle yeah now they are they are faced by the pressure of having to select the management from their within the this group of people yeah. and at times they have got nothing to do with finance absolutely and management so these are lecturers <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. and so you get someone who has not much experience and knowledge and ex- just cut yeah. of your seniority exactly yeah. within yeah. a very different totally different field um that's not really whose skills are not really relevant to financial management so this guy since he's a so professor they run these people in, in, these places <laughs> Okay, I don't know whether you're tr- throwing a job at some, some No, 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 no. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, you get, you get to leave the country. <laughs> it, it is it is very it is very um you you threw me off there. You threw me off. But it's very traditional. Mm-hmm. How they how they how they run these circles. Yeah. It is by land, subdivided, sell to members. Sell to members. Yeah. And it is land always. That's why I was talking about the other time we had this conversation. I was mm-hmm. like, why is it always um people are not being innovative the, the yeah. leaders of these circles are being innovative it is the traditional asset land but then but then do you know um i could make an argument yeah. that land and land business in kenya is very lucrative yeah yeah i mean it's a lucrative business at the end of the day they're investing in something that has good money not when you buy not, not when you buy land in a place where far flung like siaya yeah, yeah. like okay, okay, <laughs> yeah okay okay let's the, move on okay. was it mali musako easter to your okay. of the week okay so why didn't you ask me how my week was you're targeting siaya guys how was your week we, we can't dare ask you how was your week uh, okay okay um so well my week has been very not so eventful very ordinary nothing out of nothing that doesn't usually happen you know um but my headache of this week is with regards to what the NSC is doing so mm-hmm. the NSC has reduced the with the with the aim of increasing or promoting day trading mm-hmm. they reduced the transaction fees by 5% and mm-hmm. i was talking to Keegan and then i was i mentioned that to him he was like what is 5% yes what is what <laughs> is day 5%? trading actually kicked in this week yes yeah. on the 22nd yeah it yeah. must have been 22nd which is was it on monday november mm. yeah 22nd mm. yeah 22nd was on monday yeah mm. So guys are like that is not so effective if you want to promote this there are other ways of doing it you know like, like? investor training mm-hmm. yeah i mean people buy again you've said land is very lucrative mm-hmm. it's a lucrative business in kenya yeah. people buy a 50 by 100 almost everywhere yeah. if you ask someone what what their investment plan is or what the, the investment they pride themselves in the most it is i have a kapluti somewhere Yeah, people and, don't think and, to st- and it's justified is that because it appreciates i did not say it is not justified <laughs> but but investor <laughs> diversification is not, investor is not going to take away the 
the transaction cost, which is the biggest thing, because we are looking at if firms like uh, Genghis uh, are charging 4.96% uh-huh. for a uh, round trip, or rather if you complete a day trip yeah. transaction, as in how, d- what justifies you having to pay 5% in in fees and costs no you see your, 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 your even if i'm trained man yeah. it means the stock needs to move more than five percent uh for, for that, you to even for, for that to even to make financial sense. Sense. yeah so people would take a beating <laughs> yeah you'll take a beating <laughs> tell you what Kalia, i'm looking at let me speak for retail investors okay? i don't know why you're discounting the necessity of trade yeah uh, investor training, training is good but still I mean, Even what is what is the NSC aim in that? In fact, the more training I get, the more I know, man. I should not participate in day trading because these costs are ridiculous. No, no, so that's not. The, so what, not, are, what are you suggesting, Kalia? Yeah, cut the cost. What are they doing? Who are what, the, five they pers- what is five percent? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you know what? For me, this is my thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I'm looking at day trading, and let me speak for retail investors mm-hmm. because I'm a retail investor. Now, looking at this. I don't think there's going to be a lot of traction, increased traction, courtesy of a 5% reduction, which, I mean, <laughs> state yeah. of the bat is very, is, is, is very minimal. Mm. Now, if you look at trading in general in Kenya, and mm. probably you could argue sub-Saharan Africa, okay? So, capital markets, investment into the capital markets, the penetration is still very low, yeah. okay? Sure. So, if, no, even if you reduce it by what? 20%. Mm. Still, there won't be a lot of traction traction by meaning that new investors people joining the trading at the at the bows mm-hmm. you know the day trading for that matter yeah. this is because there is a there is a barrier of entry mm-hmm. there's, there's there's a barrier yeah. and this barrier is not necessarily monetary because mm-hmm. we, we've talked about yeah. people buying land i mean kenyans buy a lot of land they, yeah. they, they have money so I mean, 83, the 83, ba- so 83 billion going into betting absolutely mm-hmm. so the, the barrier money. of entry here yeah. Is simply that of exposure. It's intellectual. Not intellectual per se. I mean, intelligence is relative, but exposure mean to the capital markets in terms of knowledge and environment, being around people who trade, you mm-hmm. see, and having the knowledge that, you know, there are opportunities, mm-hmm. good opportunities in the capital markets. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not going to be much that will happen. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see the numbers after what, two, three months from, mm-hmm. from Jeff Odundo. And I bet there wouldn't be a lot of traction. Yeah, I, th- I think Safaricom was the w- counter that had a lot of activity on day trading uh, yeah. this week. And yeah. they have been largely keeping the NSE alive. Yes. Uh, um, so I didn't say that. No surprises there, but yeah, their share price has been yeah going going down. Uh, I think they hit 36 shillings. Wait. Uh, I see two people swallowing. Wait. Uh, two people are swallowing their words right now. From, from I've from, not been checking. From yeah. some two, three episodes back. <laughs> okay, okay. I've not had we, a good We were week. questioning the methodology. I had a very bad week then. 36. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. that's very bad news, man. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you hold Safaricom, huh? Which is why it's very bad news to me. Do you want to exit? No, why? No, no, no. Okay. The fundamentals are very strong. Yeah. Still, uh, although still worried about the Ethiopia situation, I've seen, Um, I think... Could uh, that be the cause of the... The president the is at the front line, Um, Ahmed Abi. Mm-hmm. Is now is said actually this week that he's going to the front line. That wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. Okay. Why would you think <laughs> someone, would, the president, would joke about that? I mean, okay, you're used to a lot of jokes in Kenya, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I I have seen um, uh, photos and videos, you know, okay. of him in his military regalia, mm. 
and for me that was an indication that probably things are escalating to mm. you yeah, know, yeah, a situation so. that it, mm-hmm. it was not before you yeah. know because i mean in in court and court if it wasn't you know that bigger deal i mean he would mm-hmm. be sending his lieutenants and generals yeah. mm-hmm. but now this looks like it's 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 going sending a statement and yeah. the, the, i think the thing is because the tigran forces i think edged closer uh, before they were 240 kilometers away from Addis yeah. now they are 220 kilometers <laughs> and then yeah countries such as the french um, embassy i think has told its citizens to to leave Get the off, country yeah, yeah, um, yeah. other european countries uh, nations are also closely monitoring they're yeah. telling them you can voluntarily leave yeah. um, i think was it the uk was telling guys to leave as quickly as possible when there's still expatriation uh, flights mm-hmm. and the other thing i was seeing even for bole the flights going into and out of bole they have yeah. to they have to fly out in What's a certain exactly? pattern yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, so as to try to avoid apparently risk of um attacks or mit- yeah. missiles I but business what. for yeah. ethiopian airways yeah yeah very 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 bad, bad business. business anyway what was i talking i was it's good that you talked about back to our stock thing yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good that you talked about um um this thing being you talked on behalf of retail investors mm. yeah now, it might not make sense for retail investors because what are the numbers what are the numbers you're doing five percent of the numbers you're doing not so much then i've just done some quick math here five uh-huh. percent of of what a hundred of of 10 million is 500,000. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of numbers um you'd see in in for these what's the what's the other guys who are not retail investors institutional institutional investors. Institutional, yeah. yeah. So it makes sense you just know the market for that. You know, uh, just know the target. Okay. Come, right. on. Hmm. Come anyway. on. No, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just You're telling you the facts. That different you've thrown the whole tree. <laughs> um, the whole tree. Yeah. Yeah, now you take up the numbers to 100 million yeah. that is 1 million dollars for institutional those are normal those it are doesn't matter. normal numbers the amount like if you're going to be five, that's 5 million Steve, come on you five, cannot see that 5% excites no one yeah that's a lot okay it's very you target these market. are very hard to please gentlemen target target, target market or not yeah so moving <laughs> what's your highlight then yeah my highlight um is uh, we saw uh, in Uganda yeah um that the government is trying to go to negotiate to renegotiate with the chinese um over some clauses in their financing uh, apparently entebbe yeah. international airport is at risk um Yeah and oh. so for me I'm, I'm like at risk of being repossessed by yeah by the chinese okay. like should they fail to finance the loans or should yeah. they default should there be an event of default then they will take over the operations of enter <laughs> yeah, and for me I'm like <sighs> our governments man anyway because this is something I'm sure people would have objected to had they been told the details of the contract yeah 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 so i'm like this it should be the norm like people should be told okay these are the terms that we're getting into um i believe yeah it will slow the tap it will slow the the the, the process down but I, i i believe that it should be part of the part- public participation process mm. do you know what mm. kalia um, let me start from here number one mm-hmm. um i have had a huge debate this mm-hmm. week about this thing mm-hmm. And first of all I want to say that I'm going to give I'm going to address zero blame to the Chinese <laughs> and 100% blame to the Ugandan officials and this stretches you know it's not just it's not just Uganda 
other countries. I mean, look at Zambia. Look at even this country okay. called Kenya. Kenya. Like, why are you looking at Zambia so before you look at it's, us? It's, it's yeah. not just that the Ugandan case is isolated. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, 100% blame goes to the Ugandan officials. Mm. And I think I've said this before. Um mm. shout out to a podcast known as um Foreign Policy. So I think sometime early this year I was listening to um an episode of um Foreign Policy and they were talking about the debt situation in Africa and the Chinese lending. And they actually featured some um policy experts from Kenya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one interesting thing that I learned is that in those when they are going to when when they are getting that debt from from china yeah. mm-hmm. and there is a there is a perhaps the biggest and the most important clause in the contract mm-hmm. which is you don't let you don't let out the details of this contract to the public you know this is a whole government it's explicitly <laughs> stated yeah it's explicitly stated uh. so my biggest issue is you ugandan government officials you Kenyan government officials you mm-hmm. see that clause and you still sign it it's not the problem of the chinese it is your problem number But two it speaks to it speaks to desperation of number needing two, capital there's something this this this, this yeah. is a part of that they so this is one of the features of of this kind of debt it comes there's there's a way of, okay you know when you lend to someone like you you probably need a way to guarantee you that you know this person is gonna mm-hmm. is gonna repay back whether it's collateral or what mm-hmm. so collateral in this sense um could be you know um physical assets just like the Mombasa port or the Entebbe but then there is also another interesting one that perhaps people don't know about so you'd find that the chinese lender has an escrow account with Kenya Revenue Authority mm-hmm. So when KRA collects money it goes into this account which mm-hmm. is an escrow account yeah. so yeah. the chinese lender has access to this account as well mm-hmm. so when can the kenyan government defaults or shows signs of defaulting mm-hmm. the chinese lender is just going to take money from where from from yeah. what KRA collects yeah as a mitigant such kind of things and actually this is leaked this actually leaked and that's why foreign policy picked it up yeah so i'm looking at this and i'm like where is your sovereignty Yeah. And you are a Kenyan government official and Uganda government official and you are signing that damn thing. Kigan, there's something called bargaining power. You can't bring the whole talk about sovereignty on a table where you're supposed to bargain for your share of 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 a contract sort of for your your, I mean, your right. I'm speaking about share. sovereignty because if someone has access to the revenue that you correct yeah. that you collect, yeah. the revenue that you use to run your country, yeah. that the revenue that you use to pay for your security for your food for your healthcare in that country again again back to bargaining it it's only when when i notice when we are we are, we are having a conversation and you want something i want something mm-hmm. let's say we're talking about the same resource here yeah. and then you of course you want best for yourself mm-hmm. i want best for myself mm-hmm. so it all narrows down to how much bargaining power do you have and so if i d- notice that you have a weakness and a, and and a desperation you want to what create a legacy of of having i don't know what and and rec- very much an unnecessary unnecess- um railway uh very uncalled for um infra- infrastructure Wait, development instant, you so weren't born in I'm fine I'm financing you, you. Guanzu, stop justifying what <laughs> these guys are doing no, <laughs> you're but, not but, but on that no. if but, I can eat you if I can eat you up on a, on a, on, a, on a, if I can you, have at least you the chunk of the cake I had lost him at if I can eat you anyway carry on <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if if there's this cake mm-hmm. and I want all of it mm-hmm. and I notice that there's a way I can have all of it yeah. I will have all of it I won't care about you being 
that's not who I am by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's anyway. who you are and, and you're but trying to justify this, is, this thing. You, this is business. Money has been I mean, poured I from want, Beijing. I want, I, want, I want to give, you want money, yeah? I know so well you don't need it. That's why I'll include these clauses in those contracts. Anyway, I think And you'll is, sign it because you're desperate for the money. Come I th- on. I think that's also part of, because it's not that China tends to disburse their capital quite quickly. Yeah. So that seems to be the cost of them being mm. able to transact quickly say okay mm. these are the terms you agree yeah. you get the money now as opposed to the other especially the western countries yeah. and the multilaterals which take you a lot to of adhere to democracy rule of law process that uh, yeah are you guys doing things the right way mm. we need reforms here every yeah. time mf comes there needs to be reforms china do not care about that they don't exactly. how much do you want sign we and need a discrete yeah, account like, i don't i don't know if you watched uh, what's it called little mermaid no, yeah. I, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 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 anyway, Ariel had to sign old. off. Ariel had to <laughs> sign off her voice to the witch, and then yeah, she, the witch goes Speaking off. Speaking of old guys, no, okay. you know, um, KWS has given they're celebrating seventy years, and they've uh. given um, they've waived fees for persons living with disabilities and people who are above seventy five years old. They can access the Nairobi National Park for free. <laughs> Dan, you should check uh. that out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? My God! You said I threw <laughs> the whole tree at you. <laughs> anyway, about the Uganda thing, mm-hmm. by the way, it is we are in a very similar predicament. Yes, yes. our port is it the the Lamu port or the uh, Mombasa, Mombasa port? port. M- Mombasa, even yeah. worse, mm. is at stake. Yeah, and okay. we saw, and we've seen them taking action. How do we know it's at stake? Do we have? Is it confirmed? You see, these things are so shrouded that we normally hear it is. It is where they smoke. It's not, you know, where they smoke. Yeah. Where they smoke. It's fine. Considering they're trying to hide it and it's leaked out uh, in a bit, I would say that there's truth to it because we've seen uh, with this, with efforts this, to hide facts. With, with these yeah. uh, efforts by Uganda to go and try to renegotiate, <laughs> which China have refused because they said it will set up a wrong precedent. Mm. So that just means that if you're setting a wrong precedent, it means you have other people yes. in line yeah, yes. with similar Ethiopia, terms. Kenya. Zambia. And what does Ethiopia over, have? And they what took over. Have? They took over the Ethiopia. Street. They yeah. have. They've borrowed <laughs> hugely from China. Yeah. They have state assets at stake as collateral. Most likely. And they have the the electric um, railway line. Mm, that was financed by again China. Absolutely. Yeah. It costs like at, is it a half or less of what it costs us to build? But a, that's a, a whole less. other different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starting from land. <laughs> anyway, okay. so for that for that whole thing, and we've seen China taking over well, operations of Sri Lanka, yeah. a port in Sri Lanka. Yeah. So the question is, this debt trap, which mm. uh, I saw the Chinese ambassador tweeting and saying, oh, you're labeling us wrong by saying that. Yeah. China seems to be the only country that seems to be having such clauses. Or it seems to be coming just with China. I haven't seen hard cases of other countries taking up other sovereign assets. Yeah. Uh, just it's just China. So yeah, it's something also. In as much as you say we should not lay, lay blame to them, I think that's a form no, of predatory. No, no, no. no, it is. Pre- it is willing buyer, willing seller. <laughs> <laughs> willing buyer, but willing no, seller. Our willing no, sellers, uh, our willing sellers are not acting in our best interest. Blame them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zero blame to the Chinese. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we moved now to uh, our story of the week. Okay, oh, one of the topics that we're discussing. Yeah. Um, so last week, Keegan mentioned that we did not look at the Q3 banking reports because we were waiting uh, for most of them to come through and mm-hmm. then we can now discuss it uh, in general. Yeah. And so this past two, three weeks, we've seen um, quarter three reports by Standard Chartered, Equity Group, 
KCB, Cropbank, yeah. Absa, DTB, uh, Stanbic, yeah, we saw Cedian Bank as well. Some of the smaller banks also. Yeah. Really Cedian Bank, um, Kingdom Bank, I think I also saw their numbers. Yeah. Um so it's been an it's been interesting. Interestingly apparently I and them don't do quarterly reports. They do. Oh no, I and them used to do two, but they were pressured by their shareholders. Uh, to be doing Frequent. quarterly yeah. uh, which is good shareholder action is always Absolutely. good to see and it's yeah. good to see they're the owners <laughs> yeah and it's good to see management and the board uh, yeah. reacting to them i think which other bank want i think the, the there's another one that has been doing twice that they want to be pressuring them to do four um yeah so generally i think q3 most banks <laughs> reported increased earnings and yeah. increased revenues mm-hmm. um, loan book was up yeah uh, hey but the quality of the asset man for most of them it was worsening um oh expand so most elaborate of, most of those the loan books the asset quality for these banks most of them were reducing or deteriorating could well I could like check on that asset quality asset, asset quality. quality for the non performing loans in terms of non performing loans yeah. like yeah. non performing loans were was increasing yeah Yeah. Did I say they reduced? You said the quality was reduced. The quality was reducing. So yeah. that means that the non-performing loans yeah, they increased. Yeah. For a f- all a few a very few banks are the ones that registered um um a, a improvement of that asset quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at um Equity Bank. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of that because the 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 director James yeah. James Mwangi mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. to be so de- so intentional about ch- not just making money mm-hmm. but f- fine tuning every aspect of the of operations of of equity yeah. to ensure that they are not you know a lazy bank you said that the yeah, other time yeah i mean mm-hmm. let me and quote. it's showing it mm-hmm. is showing in their financials because yeah. you can see the 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 interest mm-hmm. the contrib- internal contribution of the of what they get from the government yeah. they are intentionally reducing it mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. more from issuing more loans to the public and all that I don't know what that says about the other banks which are now if if equity is now not lazy now of course there are there are people uh, I know I was about to call them culprits of mm-hmm. <laughs> of government paper quote yeah. unquote yeah. but I mean looking at the at the whole results as yeah. Dan has just said um lots of similarities you know loan books going up yeah. um yeah. PATs you yeah. know shooting up of, of course yeah. coming from deep deep into the into the belly of covid um mm-hmm. we are also seeing um operating uh, expenses you know going up um for most if not all mm-hmm. um, no there's, there's a few that there's a I think few, absa absa went down yeah uh, yeah because i mean if you look at absa last year you know there was a lot of rebranding and you know there were a lot of of, of costs that came in there mm-hmm. um, most of the banks they've tried to to um if, if you actually look at the whole outlook for this year yeah. they've been trying to open new branches you yeah. know, we've seen ncba doing yeah. this yeah. um so that is where the operating um expenses come in um an interesting thing of course for me that stood out is uh, standard bank um when it came to their loan book went up by 0.1% um <laughs> as they say you know it's a, it's a niche bank um yeah. but I, i feel like they would have been more um oh i don't know i mean their risk appetite should they should improve yeah? their risk improve, appetite yeah. a little bit yeah. um Coming, yeah, yeah. you mentioned you know, about uh, people um, need to equity in bank and, and, uh, uh, first of all really i'm festive just i'm just so happy. the guys have issued uh, interim yeah. dividends wait when was that interim dividends yeah You oh, haven't shit. seen. I haven't seen. That's because you're not holding that stock. I hold equity. You hold equity. Yeah, which is also No, uh, is <laughs> not 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 particularly not equity. equity. Yeah. yeah. But ah, uh, for for the banking stocks generally. Yeah, yeah. so okay. of course okay. uh, I think uh 
KCB Standard Chartered, uh, Standard Chartered declared <laughs> an interim <laughs> KCB uh, declared an interim dividend um of course DTB did not declare an interim dividend of course, um, of course. and they take it with pride because yeah. they were like because they're like as is our norm <laughs> as no is way. our norm yeah, no. we shall not we are not issuing any interim no, dividend no 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 wait 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 as is our norm uh, 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 that says uh, a lot as says a lot <laughs> yeah i mean i mean if, if I'm, i mean are they even doing are they, are they even having plans of doing it Yeah, I think they'll give a final dividend, yeah, but definitely it it'll still No, I but what's that attitude at as is our Yeah, so the guys were like uh, surely that's not that's something that you yeah? should be saying with pride. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if if I'm an investor and I'd want to enter, yeah. I'm like no, I'm, I'm I'm not joined, I'm not I'm, I'm you know, I'm not boarding. I'm not boarding. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean coming back to um, Yeah, so Copbank also issued uh, uh, yeah. an interim yeah. dividend. Yeah. Um yeah. And interesting about Cop Bank is their loan provisions. Mm-hmm. You know, their loan provisions this year actually has been has been going up. Mm-hmm. You know, while for other banks they're they've been using. you know they've been cutting down on yeah. on provisions. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is particularly because last year we saw that um cooperative bank in as far as provisions was concerned mm-hmm. went the other direction as, yes. as other banks. <laughs> so <laughs> that is quote unquote justified. Mm-hmm. Um looking at the spectrum of whom these banks are lending to again mm-hmm. you know i start shedding tears you know <laughs> huge guys are hugely invested in in, in government paper, security of yeah. course and now uh, that worries me of course as we've said times not number in the, on, on this podcast the mm-hmm. way you know this um crowds out mm-hmm. you know the private sector and easter i wanted to quote you uh, to quote sorry not you it can't be you of course um, james mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, Kigan. <laughs> All offense um, taken. I wanted to 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 quote the fact when when yeah. he said that equity bank we don't we just don't want to be a lazy, th- a lazy bank, yeah. a bank that takes money from depositors and puts it in government paper. Yes. I mean we've been talking about ESG, okay? Mm. And I mean a sustainable business today in banking has to do more than just making uh, more than just make money yes it's a business i mean the fundamental is to make money mm-hmm. but again the way they operate i mean sustainably because for how long are you going to lend to government i mean yes for you might lend, this, as long as they will need the money yeah. yes yeah. but then I and mean, they don't look like they'll not need the money anytime soon yes but then how how sustainable is it if the government if for example we um which something which i really hope for if Kenya gets really good leadership and things develop and I, I really want need that. a lot of debt. Yeah. So there are people in your Talala Nja as I've always said. No, they'll months. be forced to be innovative yeah. and yeah. look for other and, ways. And it's, which it's which it's James is now doing is yeah, but it's self-imposed challenge. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's something that I'm looking at. Uh, going, uh, sorry, uh, just going mm-hmm. to the asset quality that you were yeah. talking about. Yeah. So looking at COP for instance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so their asset quality uh deteriorated in the quarter yeah. in the sense that their gross npls so npls is non performing loans yeah. uh, increased by 23% um, oh that's a lot yeah and the npl ratio also worsened and they are they're the saying they're saying they're saying um that this is mainly because of exposure to the msme sector <laughs> so if banks are going to now blame msmes non performing yeah um then it just means that more and more they will be shifting na- from like now i can bet that cop bank will make a decision 
that they are not going to be lending a lot to MSMEs. But what is Copbank? Copbank is founded on MSMEs. It's founded on cooperatives. Yeah, yeah. cooperatives which are small enterprises. So no, cooperatives and small enterprises are different. Yeah. I mean they lend money to cooperatives. Um, <coughs> you know of Boresha yes. in Baringo County yeah. Yeah. for the longest time and still is. I mean they used to get they get lots of their funding from yeah. cooperative banks mm-hmm. so even when i was a kid and i'd go to boresha you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my parents would tell me you know this is a cooperative bank mini <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think that now gives concern to the whole discussion that we're having mm-hmm. about uh banks being innovative uh-huh. or such as equity taking the initiative to yeah. not be lazy yeah. mm-hmm. but i think other banks because to be honest your primary um responsibility mm-hmm. is to protect the shareholder make money for them. Uh, make money for the for shareholder. shareholders yeah. but also to de- protect the depositor uh funds. Bank, yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah so if the government is providing this avenue mm-hmm. and is the safest avenue yeah. um we are going to see them give more to the government mm-hmm. but I, I, i'm interested to see i've see, we've seen the, uh, interestingly we've seen i think this week uganda mm-hmm and should be Tanzania uh-huh. um the monetary policy committees uh-huh. they raise the the central bank rate, rate yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so i'm curious to see whether kenya will follow suit or whether will stick uh, as we've been for most of this year uh because the way the inflation is going and um, the, do you think the fact that the kenyan that shilling is taking a beating would that affect I, I, so that's why they would have to like raise the, the yeah it CBI. would affect they would need to, to to try and control it yeah So it's curious whether the focus will be on the what they say economic recovery efforts by maintaining the interest rates to be low mm. or whether they're going to raise because I feel like if they raise then we're going to see significantly more action but they're maintaining the interest rate low mm-hmm. but then this money is not being lent to you know the MSMEs who to the are the largest economy. employers and people who yeah. are the economy. So, so if this they, money is going back to government paper. Yes, but <laughs> the, the point that I'm making is if they raise the central bank rate because we are still in a way in as much as we removed the rate cap mm-hmm. um it still kind of exists unofficially mm-hmm. in the sense mm-hmm. that banks are not really allowed to yeah. to increase yeah. their interest rate. Yeah. So yeah. if they raise it then banks will be like okay at least they can get an extra percentage point mm-hmm. uh if they give the money out so i think this would make them consider share because now average interest is going to be now 14.5 as yeah. they raise it by yeah. 1%. Mm-hmm. so that is going to and, hey, 14.5% man that, that's, that's a lot yeah but i think it now that is going to make banks now it gets worse when you factor when, when you factor in the loan processing fees premium mm-hmm. yeah. to it yeah <laughs> and talking about mortgages uh there are number of banks that were uh told by this uh, by the CBK <laughs> to review their mortgage contracts <laughs> because they were having a lot of hidden charges yeah. uh, and hidden fees i think part of these banks included i think abs was abs i, I remember ncba was there <laughs> because <laughs> it was the first thing they were like is there a list is there ever a good list or a bad list that yeah, ncba will fail uh, to feature in. in um so <laughs> and I, i think i think we'll 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 um we'll be dis- we'll probably in the, in the next coming weeks have um ncba as our stock of the week <laughs> and you know for me uh, look at it let me say this before uh-huh. <laughs> that mm-hmm. you know i mean there's been a lot of complaints you know um that came post the merger you know about customer service and linking yeah. of the accounts you know yeah. with um cba and the, the 
than uh, NIC, NIC Bank. And, you know, even if you look at just a scan through social media, you know, um, most of the customers are agonizing. And then that comes at the backdrop of having NCBA, you know, opening new branches and the likes, you know, mm. so there's a bit of expansion there. Mm. So for me, I've always asked myself, you know, like you probably you need to cover your bases. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm skeptical because why, why are banks like so intentional about increasing? Because it's not just one bank, NCBA, mm-hmm. it's a number of banks. Mm-hmm. increasing the, re- the the outlets the physical outlets ah interesting so like, why, why is that I interesting mean, should uh, you be focusing on digital yeah interesting I, I attended the analyst call uh, by KCB yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this week yeah. and Joshua Ugar actually addressed uh, this point mm-hmm. and he said in as much as um, 95% of the transactions yeah. KCB transactions are happening uh online yeah he's still looking to open more branches <laughs> because yeah. this yeah. is where they still build and maintain the relationships between mm. this uh the banks and between the, the banks customers. and the customers yeah. as and especially for msmes and small businesses <laughs> they usually really want to be in the banking hall the banking and, hall and, and to, to discuss and, yeah. discuss and, and to add to that dan yeah. is the branches are points of entry for customers. Mm-hmm. I remember for me when 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 for, for me when I wanted to get an account, mm-hmm. you know, when I came of age my first bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking yes, go to a bank, mm-hmm. you know, and and the likes. Yes. So even for many people, business people alike, people yeah. who have businesses and uh, it's still the same. Yeah. As it stands tradition wise, mm-hmm. you know, bank banking halls are points of entry into the market for new customers and the like, you know, because we probably have a lot of questions, you know, and want yeah, to know yeah. what is happening and where are your ATMs uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. Information that probably you would strain to get online rather than talking to a person at the bank. Field. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense if you look at it from that angle because yes. now if you're the point of entry and then now use you only use digital to retain them yeah, yeah. or to give them a better experience, mm-hmm. now it makes sense. Yeah, so that's that's what, uh, yeah, Joshua Ugera uh, mentioned as the reason why he's mm-hmm. looking to open more branches. Uh, going back now to the uh, to the banks that were flagged by the CBK, there are actually a total of 12 banks uh, that uh, have hidden mortgage charges, mm. and charges in their home loans. So We should yeah. have Nyaunyo in this show. Like, <laughs> yeah, there should be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think, so if you're looking to take a mortgage yeah. uh, and if you're considering one of these banks, so number one, KCB Bank, uh, NCBA, uh, ABSA, DTB, Mayfair, Consolidated <laughs> Bank, uh, Victoria Commercial Bank, uh, Bank of Baroda were some of those. Um, equity is not there. I haven't seen equity. My yeah. agenda must agenda. <laughs> By the way, congratulations. Equity, equity, equity is not there. And then we are talking about mortgages. So there's, what do you call it? HF. The HF. HF Group. They actually appointed they send, a new... They're sending uh, the stick. Um, yes, they, they, they are. Actually, it is that Britam, which yeah. um, is probably one of the largest... Um, holders yeah. of uh, HF, HF mm-hmm. are looking to exit, probably yeah. sitting around 48%. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, actually, um, I need something, a latest update is that HF um, earlier on this week, well, they, got, they appointed yeah. a new boss. And mm-hmm. um, they also, the results came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And they're not giving any interim dividend, in case you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- there's, there's a lot of struggles there. Um, yeah. So, 
many of the big banks have been asked you know um there was an interview by Julian Samboko shout mm-hmm. out to Julian's mm-hmm. um interviewing Lawrence Kimathi the CFO at KCB Bank yeah. mm-hmm. you know you know I like KCB <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, he was asking um Lawrence that are you guys looking to enter you know to take on hf mm-hmm. you know same question was posed to um the boss at equity bank and they both said that you know um we are not looking into this but then you know in some sort of way and uh, opportunity arises. yeah <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll yeah. be open to you're it. not going to I disclose know, uh, your and show your cards but should they Nah. Do you know okay, why? HF I mean, that I'm looking at the thing. at yeah, the mortgage okay. industry and the whole real estate thing the way where it is currently at the market. Don't take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off. And and talking on about Britam, this is a slight tangent. Mm-hmm. Um it came this week that the MD uh, yeah, it must have been Thursday. Yeah, he's going to be leaving. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's going to be leaving in April 2022, oh. which is very surprising because considering he's been in the job only 10 months. Yeah, he joined in February. Yeah. So and, <laughs> and you know his is is first of all, you know, when when he was coming in um I mean, I like the guy, strong-willed, intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. When he was coming in in February, um there's this thing that, you know, is is talked about a lot in mm-hmm. um, in in corporate leadership, you know about how when you have a ceo mm-hmm. somebody who's headed a company for a long time the person who came who, who, comes, who comes in after, after yeah. you know there's the sort of like a ghost and mm-hmm. you know the whole conversation about fitting into the shoes and everything yeah. so benson wairegi who was the head of britam was time. there for 40 years, 40 years mm. since 40 whole years yeah. so you can imagine Deep state. <laughs> you can imagine how how that pans out when someone new is is coming in mm-hmm. but then um when when the fine gentleman came in you know there were radical measures that yeah, yeah. that came into britam uh, mm. britam actually turned around mm-hmm. uh, if you look at their allegedly. h1 results yeah, 2021 <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean allegedly they 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 became a they made profit from uh, I, i think 1. something billion loss, loss. Yeah, yeah. into i think around 300 million mm-hmm. profit this year yeah so you give uh, it all up to this guy Okay he he did make a lot of changes like there was a lot of changes especially uh in senior management like yeah. five, guys five guys, huh? guys guys who guys went home huh? yeah guys went home scrapped yeah. out um around uh, what is it nine, nine positions nine out of 15 yeah there were there were 19 i think now it's around yeah. <laughs> 10 or something yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of senior scrap I'm, I'm very curious about why he's leaving so soon i don't know whether it's in, yeah, i, I think it's internal politics um i hope not it should be like he's I, I been pushed by some other form no no it doesn't seem to be the case it just seems, i think it's just internal politics that's bad. That's bad. Uh, how has that played out um in the share price uh to be honest, i haven't followed the share price to to see um but i think the the fact that he'll be leaving in april next year so i mean it's not something that he'll be leaving you know he said that he's gonna next week is not be he's, he would be at the corner <laughs> office so no but the news is there the news is there the effect would Dan still is be is checking this right now but yeah. for me i i, I wouldn't expect um a, a, you know a huge a huge uh, you know effect on the market i think that would depend on whether or not there was how much wireg's exit uh-huh. from from the from the top seat yeah. um affected the the stock price if it did by a large margin uh-huh. then we expect this to um i don't expect a lot i think i think if it did not april 2022 is is um is consider- considerably um a relatively you know good time for a company to plan themselves Yeah, like uh, yeah there's been a, a drop but not too 
not too steep. Uh, compared to the drop we've been seeing before. Yeah. <laughs> People have not been enjoying. Yeah, so I th- I think that was interesting but that's just on on a tangent. Um yeah, so again going back to to the banks as we just wrap up yeah. uh, this discussion. Um I think if you're to look at the gross non-performing NPLs, equity has a very good uh NPL ratio mm-hmm. at 8%. Yeah, the equity seems to be like a perfect bank. They seem like they are doing in terms of PR <laughs> they are doing the right things PR James Mwangi <laughs> is saying the right things yeah, they yeah. seem to be making the right moves. Um the yeah, financial so, and things are working for them. Yeah, actually, the market is awarding though. Yeah, so actually equity group have 8.9% NPL ratio um Absa group also doing well at 7.62%. Mm-hmm. Uh Diamond Trust Bank. Okay, one area where Diamond Trust Bank are finally showing up in something <laughs> not a negative light. Yeah. You know uh, you know that 8.68%. That, you, know, you know that that they got that attitude of one place is like I was having a discussion with a friend of mine. Let me just yeah. let me just I have a tra- trajectory mm-hmm. of how KQ have rebranded you know their dreamliners and now yeah. looking at you know amazing photos to yeah. advertise Kenya yeah. and the, so i was telling this to a friend of mine and the friend was telling me i wish now now i i'm really hoping to see them rebrand their balance sheet <laughs> <laughs> so that same attitude is what dad is having here <laughs> yeah so i uh, below double digit uh, gross npl mm. um stunt kcb has the highest npl uh, in in the asset so KCB the ones that I'm comparing to so standard chartered equity KCB Copbank Absa DTB so KCB has 15% uh, NPL national bank standard has 14% uh, NPL um I'm surprised that standard has a higher NPL than equity bank because I mean if you look at um, the market the size the of lending yeah. um you'd probably um look at the risk appetite of stanchat being lower, being lower and perhaps yeah. stanchat being a more conservative, conservative bank mm-hmm. compared to equity bank plus the target market is like people who should not be having problems yeah, should be not loans. struggling a lot you know <laughs> people dollar account yeah what is, what is not adding up but when it rains it positive <laughs> <laughs> it does yeah you have an umbrella <laughs> and then if you to look also at um a return on equity which is an interesting metric that i usually like to look at mm-hmm. yeah. um so in this list uh equity again has the highest uh, return on equity perfect bank uh, followed by cobank so equity has 16.6% uh, roe oh. uh, cobank has 15.9 and then kcb group has 13.14 there goes my bank you know my lion <laughs> man eh? <laughs> and then stanchat uh, 12.9 uh, percent you have uh, the price to earnings ratio there uh no price to book no i didn't I um, price to earnings and price to book because uh-huh. uh, i would imagine the price to book ratio for equity particularly being having having improved significantly over the past yes because they've have, all cause, they've been a monanchi bank but it's that that fact has been entrenched even more into and especially this year if you're to look at their price yeah. their share price also has risen significantly uh, uh, it's, yeah so it's, it's like 40 yeah. 40 over 40% up year to date uh-huh. so that's a a big big um wow. jump yeah. like if someone who invested in 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 equity in the beginning of the year yeah. must be very very happy um right now because they took a loan to now yeah. done uh, let you know let me let my agenda agent you mm. know my agenda must agent <laughs> so you look at the q3 results mm. i just want to tell you guys that in the q4 results mm-hmm. you'll be able to see 
now the full impact of KCB Rwanda you're such a politician KCB, look at you emphasizing points <laughs> my agenda must agenda yeah but i the the congo bank is also doing quite yeah for equity very very well for, for equity, equity yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> even them we are expecting to see now the full impact i see you're, tr- you're trying to make your agenda agenda so you cannot counter KCB, <laughs> equity with KCB. you know what and but, the, but i have to give done I, i have to give uh you know a shout out recognition to the impact that nbk mm-hmm. you know with the way it turned around the impact it's ha- it has had you know on the financials of and the profit of kcb, KCB. Group. Mm-hmm. and the same as of kingdom bank yeah, you know uh, from jamie bora to the impact it's having you know on on the profit of cooperative bank yeah. amazing amazing stuff yeah those were the right choices <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh, i think what of the npls this banks are NPLs. of oh the npl of kcb increasing because me i attributed that to to nbk yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like you guys who came here to dilute this <laughs> not really but they turned it out no, it was an assumption they yeah, turned but, it but, around but for but for 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 kbc rkc kbc kcb you give kcb your man no for case like in these subsidiaries such as nbk um and the rwanda acquisition as well as kcb tanzania um their npls were actually reducing yeah which helped so uh it helped the improve mr funny you know he's had that and he can't believe it the npl ratio there's only one lion in this market reduced to 14.94 from 15.29% so that's yeah for it means they are doing quite a bit in terms of ensuring that there's recovery of loans as well as if they're talking about performing loan ratios right yeah not amount Yeah the the see if because if you take a if you take up a, lower, a smaller bank I mean, amount we're talking about billions come on <laughs> no but this is the npl stock is actually reducing uh yeah okay yeah yeah so yeah, i think i think uh, they are doing this uh, kcb is doing pretty pretty good in mm. uh, in that uh, the other thing i wanted to also look at was the non funded income, income yeah. uh, because i think it highlights the diversification yeah. away from relying on interest and the laziness of a bank <laughs> <laughs> yes it could be the laziness or the cheekiness because uh, also hidden fees count uh, yeah, as non funded income uh, yeah, absolutely yeah, right. so um yeah again uh, standbic actually has a high and uh, non funded income 44% Um, and oh. then it's followed by equity group in this list at 36.7 mm. and cofbank also has 36.5 and then absa group 32 uh, yeah, the difference percent. between you skipped my bank one and two is uh your bank is um kcb group it's a 30 it's a 30 I like how you own it so gera you're doing a good job eh? you're marketing the bank very well yeah so it's usually on one hand it's a good thing if oh your non-funded income is increasing because yeah. it shows you're diversifying sure. but then the other question is how are you taking full opportunity of the yeah, how of is it because of you've increased your hidden charges and bank charges or is mm. it because you're doing more uh diversify, diversifying uh, uh what's it called diversifying actions um, if i can call it or have know, you reduced have you reduced uh-huh. the, your lending to uh, for to, me act, no 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 to your customers no. mm-hmm. do you know what Could i mean hold, that. i hold the opinion that yeah. non-funded income is very much related to funded income mm-hmm. this is because um 
non-funded income, yeah. the, the amount you get from charges and everything, yeah. is directly proportional to how much to, you have given out. To how much you've given out. Yeah. And you know, to to generally, let me point it at generally, the activity that yeah. you're having, the customer yeah. activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, which the primary business of a bank is to lend money. So yeah. the you know the customer activity is anchored on lending. Mm-hmm. All right. So for example, if you have the more loans you issue, mm-hmm. the more you're gonna earn in terms of loan processing fees. Yeah. Am I making sense? Well, you're making sense. That's but, true. Um, it's not. I wouldn't. If I'm to touch a percentage, it wouldn't be more than thirty percent. The dependency on of of non-funded income on funded income. Because yeah, uh, most of these non-funded income, you have to you have to break it down. There's that loan processing fees, but it's not the chunk of non-funded income. There is asset management. Yeah, there's also, um, also trading, acting as a trading, transaction advisor. Yeah, yeah, and, and we also sure. saw that for in the Q3 results, a lot of these banks like made a made a lot of money uh, from forex. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks so to the shilling, the shilling yeah. depreciating as well yeah. contributed a lot of this. Um, yeah, so I think at that point, I would want us to wrap up that discussion and Absolutely. be like okay so that was the overview of uh, uh bank performances in q3 sure. uh again uh, keegan in as much as trying to agend for his agenda <laughs> for kcb yeah, yeah, i just, just want like to promise you guys that when <laughs> q4 results comes out and uh, subsequently the holy the full year results <laughs> yeah. there's only one lion you'll only be hearing one like roar. A politician <laughs> <laughs> such a politician statement uh but yeah good thing for your for your bank uh, customer deposits grew 11% uh which is good loan book increased by 12.87% mm. so these are all good signs yeah. Yeah. We, we have a good risk appetite but it's relative mm. compared to <laughs> equity <laughs> okay yeah so yeah so i think at this point uh i'd want us to move to stock of the week yep um this week we are delving into the insurance space and we are going to have a look at one of the insurance companies in Kenya so our stock of the week for Probably this week the largest the biggest yeah yeah uh, the largest insurance company uh, so for this week our stock of the week is jubilee holdings uh, so jubilee holdings limited uh, which is apparently it's defined oh, as an investment holding company mm-hmm. uh, which underwrites life and insurance risks yeah. associated with death disability health property um and liability basically so so um so yeah we are looking at jubilee and in addition to um offering general insurance project uh, products so they do offer insurance for engineering fire marine motor personal act- accident theft workmen's compensations employer liability miscellaneous insurance products medical insurance and the famous tanchat marathon nairobi <laughs> wait they Oops. yes um they used to i'm i'm not sure if they're still the ones running it but yes they i uh, i remember back in must be 2014 15 mm-hmm. yeah they, they had a p- they were the insurer of um, the whole marathon uh, okay interesting still is probably yeah okay that's very interesting yeah so why is, it, why is it interesting just interesting fun fact yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> things that you know that you can always pull out in a conversation uh, somewhere <laughs> uh so yeah medical insurance retirement products individual life group pensions investment products and they also issue investment contracts uh provide asset management solutions and also retirement thing this comes under pension yeah. and so of course 
it's a geographical presence mm-hmm. it's not just limited to Kenya so it's present in Kenya Uganda Tanzania Burundi and Mauritius and uh, mm. also Pakistan oh yeah okay a place called you know Karachi is more or less uh, the commercial capital mm-hmm. of Pakistan yeah. I did not know about they have based there <laughs> sorry they have based there Yeah yeah because you know if you look at um the affiliation Jubilee Holdings yeah. is affiliated with the Aga Khan Development Network. Yes, yes. they own the best they're the largest shareholders. Nation Media um Peptang yeah, they uh, are the largest shareholders. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, what, what does Aga Khan Farmers Choice? Huh? What does Aga Khan got to do with um Pakistan they they come from there. Um probably the origins and and the likes. Uh, so yeah there is uh, of course that relation. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think they're the related parties yeah. because of the Aga Khan because the Aga Khan is the the Aga Khan Fund Development Fund. Yeah. Is Dele- the development biggest, network. Yeah, is the biggest shareholder yeah. uh in Jubilee and they are also the biggest shareholder in Nation Media Group. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe they're the biggest shareholder in Diamond Trust Bank. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you were to look at the related party Parties. transactions yeah, yeah? yeah. Uh, because the largest shareholder is the Aga Khan Fund for Economic Development mm-hmm. um so related companies with similar shareholding includes Diamond Trust Bank Industrial Promotion Services Kenya Limited uh TPS uh East uh-huh, Africa Limited Serena Hotels mm. Mm. uh Nation Media Group uh yeah so those are the main ones there's, is that is that a threat There's also Farmers Choice. Um mm-hmm. there is um Peptang. You mm-hmm. know, I'm looking at this. All these companies are owned by one person. So, mm-hmm. I'm thinking who insures these companies? Yeah. yeah. Uh. I mean, that's I, that's that's my that's my assumption. So, yeah. so that's good business. Yes, that's, what create, I, that's what I was asking before you say it's business good business, business. I was like isn't that, could that be a threat? Because now even the underwriting process it it is sort of compromised. Threat? Why is it? Yeah. What do you mean threat? I mean, you It's could business they're paying. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they <laughs> yeah. if, if yeah. they're not issue, if there're not that many issues then yeah. you leverage on the existing relationships. Absolutely. Um and yeah, if, if the business as long as it's well managed, I don't think it's that big of a threat. Mm. In fact, it's yeah. an advantage if anything. I saw the no yeah. just to 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 show a similar example. Mm-hmm. Um the you know the, of the heritage hotels Uh, you know heritage insurance no. yeah no heritage, yeah, heritage insurance. insurance yeah insurance now mm-hmm. there's the heritage hotels mm-hmm. and i think it's owned by the by the Kenyatta yeah. family I, i don't know okay maybe, oh you're speculating maybe. as well <laughs> no it is it is owned by uh-huh. the, yeah the your point mm-hmm. so i was like i was having a conversation again mm-hmm. with another friend of mine then they were saying it could be it could be that friendliness again what you talked about with with about who absa yeah. loaning getting money from k okay, Yeah, the, the, with the, the the Absa Kenya um, yeah, BL. Yeah. That when you have that relationship and you know each other out of formal circles. Uh-huh. Now when you come back to formal circles, now mm. you tend to downplay a lot of things. Mm. What do you mean so, downplay? Like, like okay, things I you're think, supposed to I look think, at when you're you writing. Yeah, in terms of due diligence and Yes, oh. exactly. Thank yeah. you. Due diligence was the word. Yeah, and moral hazard. Uh that actually makes a lot of sense but I think you guys are, are double clicking then double clicking then double clicking. <laughs> I think you're you're reading too much I, in between think, the lines. Yeah, I think that 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 it's it happens both ways because if for instance uh the companies are not being managed well yeah. then of course it could be maybe that this 
related parties mm-hmm. may be charged a higher premium let's say compared mm-hmm. to what they would get in the market mm-hmm. because of the relationship because automatically if you're a member of staff in nation media group for instance yeah. because automatically your health insurance your health cover is going to be from jubilee yeah. or your pension contributions are going to be managed by the fund jubilee, yeah. by jubilee then it would be maybe jubilee would be able to charge more mm-hmm. uh which is not in the best interest of nmg yeah. so that's the risk that i think ista is pointing out makes a lot of sense so there needs to be a lot of checks but and balances. i agree with you it's, 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 uh, it's but on the other hand, i mean <laughs> it's not far fetched it's realistic business, yeah. but then again there needs to be a lot of checks and balances to ensure that everything uh, is done uh, on board or everything's done right and yeah. there should be a lot of pressure on also jubilee to ensure that whatever yep. they are offering is yep. same quality or better quality than what is in the market yeah. at the same price or lower Mm. better so you're getting value for your money yeah yeah because again if you are guaranteed of a client base mm-hmm. because of your networks yeah come on what's your innovation going to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. i'm i'm looking at you know uh, jubilee has been there you know since the 1930s mm-hmm. you know starting out in mombasa uh I'm started lo- in mombasa yes they started oh. out in mombasa okay. Okay. i'm looking at their leadership um julius kimgetich i mm-hmm. mean mm top brain i mean one of their latest moves which um at, at the start when i heard of it i was like what are these guys doing mm-hmm. then you know when i double clicked i was like there's a lot of sense mm-hmm. when they sold their general insurance business to alliance the mm-hmm. european insurer yes so when they sold it i was at first i mean these guys are okay it wasn't performing it wasn't at well, its best performance you yeah, know and and everything yeah. mm-hmm. but then i was like that is generally you guys are selling out your whole business like tabaki uh, didi yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> that was because that's what they're known for absolutely yeah. so but then when i heard um the ceo you know um elaborating to to investors and, and kenyans like yeah. mm-hmm. why the decision was made this was because if you look at the insurance penetration in kenya is very low we are very 2% at we are looking at 2.3% okay? <laughs> and The highest we've seen in, in in the previous decade is probably 3.4. Yeah. Okay, yeah. around pro- 2013. 2013 coming to 2013, 2015. Yeah. Now, since the penetration is very low, there's very little innovation actually that's going on in that space. So it's it's a difficult space. Yeah. So yeah. they brought in Allianz. So yeah. right now it's Jubilee Allianz insurance general insurance ah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so they they sold a majority so yeah. alliance has the majority and since alliance has been running globally you know big on europe i think they even sponsoring by by munich yeah, yeah, the, the, the shirt and also the stadium is called the alliance arena Absolutely. that's actually the first time i heard about Allianz uh-huh. when which one which year was it when they when Bayern Munich built their new stadium and then it was like state of the art at the time it's still uh-huh. very good stadium yeah. and then it was really like light and then it was called Allianz, Allianz and it was like oh, where Arsenal has Allianz? been assassinated yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't go into football <laughs> so i mean so the, what they're saying is that now they're going to leverage yeah. the technology um, innovation and experience mm-hmm. that uh, that Allianz has when it comes to general insurance yeah. so that they can be able you know to to develop themselves build themselves and you know yeah grow. No, what what jubilee is offering in that absolutely in that is 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 the knowledge the deep knowledge of this market yeah absolutely. the local so presence that's yeah. such a such a good yeah and team, these guys know? are coming are coming you know with the global perspective exactly. and global standards exactly. mm. which i think is a game changer yeah. will the other play, players be able to catch them 
and, the, and unless they have Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um yeah, but what what you say um especially in terms of insurance penetration uh-huh. um the thing with insurance in Kenya it's a, it's been associated with uh what's it called? It's been associated with a lot of especially the formal Fraud, the formal no no <laughs> I'm saying the major takers uh-huh. or uptakers the wealthy, of insurance the, the wealthy and mostly the formal sector. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So if you yeah. have to look at most insurance yeah. plans yeah. Um I think there should be a breakdown. I don't know whether oh, you see, you but see but the majority they, they is they have pre- monthly premiums so people who are assured of an income in a formal yeah but most job. of most of guys who actually have like this private insurance scheme mm-hmm. are guys who are in employment. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the majority of them are corporate covers. Yeah. So insurance cover provided by your job yeah. or what not. Uh-huh. Most guys who are not in the formal sector yeah. tend to have uh maybe just an NHF yeah, uh, yeah. which now which is, is a compulsory <laughs> yeah so they <laughs> just have, but then taking the the private insurance cover yeah. is what wameomoka yeah it's momoka and then the gross majority mm. unless someone comes with stats to tell me that I'm wrong no yeah. you are right the gross majority right. is Uh, it's middle employment, income employment it's middle income. Yeah, the employers absolutely. providing yeah. health cover and pension benefits uh to um to to the employees the, to the employees yeah. and even as a private uh, retail if you're going to take up insurance yeah. then it's a it's a hassle for these guys to even try to accommodate your needs they just have like the boilerplate templates the they have this class this yeah. class you're yeah. like can i ongeza this they're like no, no. Yeah. unless you take the higher limit like yeah. customizing it to your needs yeah. is very hard whereas if you go as a corporate cover then the employer is able to negotiate mm. for a bit more cover here and there and you see uh, now addressing again speaking to that aspect yeah. of penetration and it being low It's even worse in, in Nigeria. Man, those guys are 0.3% <laughs> uh, insurance penetration. Like, how do they survive? Yeah. Yeah. But it's an Af- 0.3%. Actually, the highest guys are in thing. South Africa. Yeah. 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 So I think again you can see why because of the of the of the composition of the of the what of the citizenry. Mm-hmm. But then again what, oh, oh, yeah, what? that was Are not even what I want. Pull the no, card? No, no. <laughs> That's what I, what what I wanted to now really is yes. um, it's it, it's really dependent on culture. Because the necessity of 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 such a product as insurance mm-hmm. it, it depends on how much do you have a backing mm-hmm. you know it's security if I know that if I get sick I get an arambe yeah at home uh-huh. it reduces my so my, you my want need. to say that arambes are direct competitors to insurance not direct competitors uh-huh. but it 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 arambes re- or the communal um culture of, of the African society uh-huh. reduces the need. But for but people it is, to it is think a competition. about it might not be direct to think about taking up insurance covers it, it is a competition plus mm-hmm. again for the whole thing about it being taken up by people who are affluent sort yeah. of mm-hmm. it's true because who are the majority of people who take up insurance covers it's the middle income guys yeah, and above and, up, and, up, yeah. and upper yeah. and it shows because you look at the financials of the in- insurance um jubilee and the general insurance um, industry mm-hmm. last year 2020 corona mm-hmm. when corona hit These guys were not affected much. They didn't well actually. Most of them were improving. Yeah, which makes sense because if, if you to look at the general insurance space. How oh, does it make sense? We look it at the general insurance space. You are threatened, mm-hmm. you're scared, and, and you'll take No, no, no. Like okay, general yeah. insurance space and mm-hmm. let's focus on the moto moto motor vehicle, motor vehicle insurance. Yeah. I think for once <laughs> that space Why made profit in in 2020. Motor doesn't make profits? Yeah, it Usually. never makes profits. 
Uh, and the reason is because there were reduced accidents. We had a curfew. Guys could not. Oh. And they're still paying premiums. Because I'm thinking yeah. like <laughs> we, we didn't have many cars entering into the market. Mm-hmm. So people so are not paying people premiums. People are not paying premiums. Yeah. So I mean, I'm thinking that, but then what you've said has yeah. just blown yeah. my yeah. mind. Yeah. 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 It's true. Essentially, we were all in the house. You're supposed to be in the all house by seven, parked. by ten. Uh, and people guys, working from home. Guys yeah. are working from home. Yeah. Bars are closed. Yeah. So incidents which, which of no drunk driving. Reduced. <laughs> Um yeah so it's like a session of movements yeah so uh, and generally for every car most cars like guys mm, had still yeah. paid the insurance premium mm. so even for hospitals because hospitals yeah. were a place where corona exists people avoided hospitals yeah okay. unless it was urgent like mm-hmm. where guys went for mitishamba and <laughs> guys made, were concussions yeah guys were yeah, making right. ginger and Doesn't lemon <laughs> herbs f- from home <laughs> you're going to the hospital if it's absolutely necessary yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the whole um, industry outlook of insurance in Kenya yeah. and particularly general insurance yeah. and I think one of the biggest interests to boosting the penetration has been innovation I mean innovation has been moving as a snail pace mm-hmm. um, I would love for us to have a conversation with um, Carol Musioka mm-hmm. who was appointed to I think the Kenya um, insurance regulatory board you know that's the Kenya uh, insurance uh, I'll, I'll I'll find the name mm-hmm. but it's it's one of the you know big it's one of the of, of the players you know on the government side mm-hmm. when it comes so to no it's not a regulator it's not a regulator I'll I'll, I'll come back yeah, with more information but yeah. she did she did an interesting series um yeah. a piece on in business daily yeah. mm-hmm. um where she wrote about you know the things that are ailing yeah. the insurance industry yeah. and she you look know, at that it, look at yeah that i mean i i think she 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 she'll make a difference there but i think jubilee realized the innovation gap that yeah. is there mm-hmm. and brought in alliance you know it's not easy to sell a majority stake of your business to yeah. someone yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i mean but um I, i think it i think it's worth it yeah and and if you look at uh, jubilee's position uh in terms of uh its share mm. by gross premium income yeah. uh they are number three um in the market as at q2 of uh-huh. this year number three after after britam and ICA lion Mm. Um so Jubilee are the third they have 11.5 uh percent mm-hmm. market share. Yeah. Um Britam have 21%. Um yeah. Do you know that actually for 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 you've mentioned Q2 and I remember in in Q2 mm-hmm. and actually Q1 Q2 Q1 Q2 and yeah, uh, yeah Q1 Q2. Mm-hmm. There has been money that has been made in Jubilee. Mm. If you look at their share price mm-hmm. you know if you actually ah, look at their 52 yes, it, it, 52 high and their 52 and low uh, ma- people made money <laughs> people made some serious money yeah. i think the the 52 high was at around 392 mm-hmm. and the 52 low was at around 270 something good money uh, yeah yeah uh, so but you say we say good money but it's very difficult it's very difficult to find to, plus, to time plus, plus it's it's, it's a relatively expensive stock get out. exactly i mean yeah. for everyone it it doesn't go for 10 bob <laughs> <laughs> but i think from this discussion yeah um what is coming out is that the insurance business is if you have to look at the outlook of the sector mm-hmm. it is highly dependent on the performance of 
the formal employment or the formal employment space mm-hmm. or the formalizing of the space the more formalized it gets yeah. the, more the more adopters and the more yeah. penetration uh comes into the market yeah. so that's one thing to to con- to look at um and the trends unfortunately for employment numbers in the country has been going down has not been good power. yeah uh, so hopefully whoever comes on board as the new regime <laughs> whoever is elected into office next year yeah. hopefully will be able to help companies and organizations do better hire more guys employ more people and not just rely on how, on, on how public sector is that how, how achievable, achievable is that I, i mean if you just reduce the debt it would take a lot of time because yeah. for example it would take a lot of time because we are at a point where um, how much does that's SMEs contribute to employment is it it's over 80% 80% mm-hmm. yeah. over 80% yeah. right yeah. so that's SMEs we have the people, MSMEs MSMEs yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the people you're looking at i think it's SMEs when you put at MSMEs it's even over 90 nah. <laughs> it's at 83% <laughs> MSMEs yeah. 83 yeah mm-hmm. now you look at um, the companies that ca- we're now looking at for now this discussion where if you have to increase the uptake of insurance mm-hmm. which companies should you increase the number of which mm-hmm. caliber of ca- companies yeah. they're not SMEs SMEs cannot afford to do that taking the facts as they are. Mm-hmm. These are people who struggle with finance, financing and all that. Mm-hmm. So that would take a long time. I think if you are to improve the 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 penetration of 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 what of insurance into the country mm-hmm. in the country what you'd rather do is to educate people because I think people don't what is lacking is you understanding know, today, of insurance today as a problem. You talked about educating educate <laughs> 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 master. No. <laughs> But I, I agree with you. I mean mm-hmm. it's it's critical. Why why don't pe- do you know um The, the general like, perception of what insurance is outside here is mm. i give you money hoping that something bad will happen to me if it doesn't you take the money that is the bit that people don't understand N- not that is not aggregated risk risk assessment mm-hmm. management and yeah. all that and so you're you're buying comfort and not a product mm-hmm. that is the the concept people don't understand and do you know what um for me actually one of the biggest threats yeah to insurance penetration yeah. is for me not the fact that people don't know about insurance what it's is? actually the perception and word of mouth that has gone around mm-hmm. anecdotes from ah. people that has been shared that has shifted the perception of insurance insurance are known as scammers in this country and you yes. have to say that yeah. that <laughs> when something has happened to you genuinely mm-hmm. there are some players who have who don't <laughs> honor their obligation yeah. Yeah. okay and just before i continue i found what i was looking at um carol mosioka mm-hmm. um, was appointed by president uhuru in um, early october yeah. to be the chairperson of the board of directors of kenya deposit insurance corporation ah, for yes. a period of three years mm. um i think she's going to do some amazing stuff when there. did the kenya deposit insurance i don't know that thing that the kenya deposit when insurance corporation yeah when was it incorporated uh i don't know but uh, did it come after chase bank probably probably what did they do constitution what did they do with chase bank then no but the guys are getting the deposits uh, slowly slowly um What did they do? No, that was thanks to the receivership. Yeah, but Bank. no no these guys. They, yeah, that is what they should have been doing. You agree with me? Uh, I have I have an idea of how we could increase insurance penetration. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And it has to do with circles. Okay? Mm, I like where that is going. Now, yeah. looking at the whole structure of circles. Yeah. Um people are 
if there is a financial institution that people are much much closer to yeah it's circles true okay yeah, true. because circles tend to be at the grassroots of our economies okay so people have tend to have a closer a much more intimate relationship with a circle mm-hmm. than with a bank an example is this if you have you know um circles the way they are normally as i've just said machinani there in the grassroots yeah. you'd find that when you go to a circle and you're even struggling you know to communicate with with these guys in the circle in english or swahili you would find that you they'd, know you they'd, they'd speak to you in in you know in the local language yeah, of yeah. that region yeah, and yeah. be able to help you out so in some way you feel like you own the circle and then to add to that it's mostly people from Within a region, yes, the, we have national circles, but people in the region, people who are probably farmers like you, or mm-hmm. teachers like you, or policemen like you, so you have an intimate relationship with your circle. Yeah. So when a circle comes in with a new product, yeah. it's much easier for you to take it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I, I have this experience, I, I, I once bought a phone through a circle. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, the circle was 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 um, had displayed phones. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you walk into the the the, the, the bank banking hall, hall. front office, yeah. and for me, it was like, I mean, this is my circle. This mm-hmm. is my thing. You know, I trust them. You know, it's I I I have confidence that this is a good phone yeah. and the like. You see, so yeah. I bought the phone. Mm-hmm. So if you have insurance products there, mm-hmm. it would have a whole other. N- a big difference compared to of course now we have you know insurance uh, sales persons and agents in 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 banks mm-hmm. but it it doesn't have as it won't have as much impact as if it was in circles because of the intimate relationship that people have with circles True. Yeah. and the talk and it would create amongst the circle members it would be it would just be a word of mouth which is the most effective marketing method absolutely yeah. and then again to 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 validate that point mm-hmm. uh one of the places where insurance has been the up, insurance uptake has been very good is in was in Gishu area mm-hmm. where the farmers really take up insurance for for um, crop insurance yes mm-hmm. yes i mean if you just target this community that has uh, common interests mm-hmm. it it becomes very much easier to sell to them yeah. and so maybe maybe insurance companies should stop looking at banks for bank assurance and go into circles yeah yeah yeah, it, it is. Is. yeah and and i think also to 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 again validate what support. you're saying yeah. um this week um the kenya private schools association held their their agm mm-hmm. and they were electing new uh the national executive uh council was it national executive committee mm-hmm. the nec yeah. so the chairman deputy vice chairperson uh these officials mm-hmm. um yeah so i happened to attend that and then so part of the achievements that the outgoing committee yeah. uh, attributed said was they said they started their own insurance uh, agency or something of the sort or a brokerage yeah it's like a brokerage uh-huh. i don't know the wisdom of them starting the a brokerage mm-hmm. um it sounds in terms interesting. of management it's interesting <laughs> but i think the point that you do it's raise not a good is, thing um i don't why wait we will go there first <laughs> yeah but anyway to the whole point that it goes like if you find like now because of such an agency if they are able to get their members now to get to take um insurance um through the agency yeah. um then it means a lot of schools are able to take uh, insurance for their members of staff mm-hmm. uh the teachers yeah. and even um even pupils and students i don't think it's because i remember in uni i don't know whether you guys for your end oh. i don't know you guys at your end 
University of Nairobi. I don't know whether you guys had it does not help any form of health cover. Uh, there is the university. Ask uh, UN guys. Ask UN. I mean, that's you guys. That's who? what I'm asking. Who? You guys are students. Okay. Like, no. Who? Is there any cover? Do you know what? I'm not in New York. Do you know what? Do you know what? Who? I, I, <laughs> I am. I am proudly associated <laughs> to the. No, but University of Nairobi. My, my point is the, like cover, the, the coverage that is there for students is mm-hmm. that you know when you visit the university health facility, s- facility, you uh-huh. know you are able to get treatment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, I remember yes. in Strathmore, um, there was uh, a cover mm-hmm. as a student. So yeah. there's a facility in school that you can go, but you can also go to the external facilities and uh, you're covered up to a particular limit. Yeah. So that's the point I'm saying. So you find that this private institution, guys, there's some level of ins- uh, insurance <laughs> penetration uh, there that I do not you, you know. You just had to bring that up. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm like, to you guys, you but it's an to area us. to look at. But yeah. I'm just saying, even for primary schools, yeah. um, there should be similar thing because I think, it, I don't know, for us in high school mm. i think there was some sort of there was i mean you didn't used uh, to pay any money to go to this the yeah, yeah but yeah because the, the the school had partnered with i don't know i think it was ar at, in my time i don't ah. know about you guys yeah i mean yeah, it, it but, makes a lot of yeah, sense then yeah. because i'm looking at a school setup and yeah. the number of pupils or students mm-hmm. that get sick yeah. you know um in for example a term mm-hmm. and the amounts that you'd spend you know yeah. to try and and, and foot the healthcare bill mm-hmm. because you know these students are in school yeah instead of sending them home you know and everything yeah sending them you'd, home you'd spend way come. more than probably if you took an insurance product mm. probably it's that is a good thing that it's something to thing. be looked it's, at. It's, it's, it's probably it's to be looked at. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It's I'm not I'm pro innovation. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not against what, I, what I'm against mm-hmm. is having what do they call them? Pri- Kenya private private Yeah, the Kenya Private School Association. That one, Kepsa. Uh-huh. Kepsa, right? Yeah. Kepsa being Kepsa. an insurance Kepsa. It's pronounced Kepsa because uh, it's KPSA. I mean, you, Kepsa you is, say, you is, can't is kps, you, no, but Kepsa is yeah, Kenya private Kepsa, sector. Kepsa, yeah. But, yeah, Kenya private sector land. Yes. Context, yeah, but there's Kenya private school association. Oh, that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Sawa, <laughs> to satisfy Kigan, eh? Kenya private sector association. Mm-hmm. No, Kenya, Sorry, private, Kenya schools. private school association. Yeah, yeah. that one. Uh, that one. <laughs> Them being an insurance broker, brokerage firm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not for that because there's a conflict of interest here. Mm-hmm. So you're you're going to be you're not going to focus on setting the the your your the members in under your umbrella mm-hmm. under your organization the best product you'll be like um like this advancing is our, whoever you it is that you're partnering with mm-hmm. and then th- that's what gives them a lot of partners. you know today it's like easter has a detector <laughs> for conflict of interest today yeah. he came with a detector but 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 I, I i do agree with him in that sense they can and do like trainings they can do like um they can and also the core competency of running an actual insurance yeah, agency i mean you're not, not your core Business, you have yeah. to do everything man. so just have the idea yes. and then get, get guys to come give you competitive quotes yes. and and that sort of thing yes. Yes. anyway you see that meeting you are in mm-hmm. they could have had guys from different insurance firms come in but Dan was sharing the meeting himself <laughs> why <are> you <laughs> no i was not <laughs> no, I was just anyway uh anyway just going to jubilee yeah. uh, which is what we are supposed to be discussing today oh, man, anyway uh, um yeah no we've talked about the insurance industry we've talked about opportunities that, that they, they could take up advantage of so going to jubilee the share price for the year yeah. they've been they've done not bad uh, it's up 21.4% it closed at around yeah, to uh, 340 yes there yeah 340 yes, mm-hmm. yeah 340 shillings uh this year i think it had a low of 270 
Mm. Uh, oh, there's Shelly. lower. There's a lower price. There's a lower price. Yeah, there are the flat players. Yeah, which other flat? Anyway, anyway, around that there. One, that yeah, one, let's yeah. say two sixty. Yeah, it uh, was two sixty to seventy. Yeah, and the, it's it's gone up twenty one percent in the year. I think they've given uh, a dividend. They paid out a dividend uh, on thirteenth September. What's the dividend no, no, no. Policy? They paid a dividend on eleventh October, um, mm. of one shilling per share. Easter, you you talk as if you are looking for eighty percent. Eighty percent only exists in BAT. One yeah. shilling. The dividend yield for eighty, for two, three hundred and something. Come on. Come no, on. but I think that's an. Interim. And they are profitable. Yeah, that's an interim dividend they'll have because last year the total they had an interim dividend of one shilling and then final dividend of eight, bringing uh, the total dividend to nine uh, shillings. Uh. Uh, so this year I think this is the interim. Could I mean, be this ha- this has been a good stock because mm-hmm. number one, I mean, they've given. People inter investors shareholders uh, inter low, dividends. It's so low, dividend yes, it's two point five percent. It's low, but for me, it represents something. Okay, it's it represents. What does something. it represent? It represents that they care about their shareholders because nah. most companies that is haven't matter. done yeah. that. that is just aside from that, eyes. aside from giving interim dividends, yeah. I mean, um, another reason why it's it's been a good stock. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has been that rise where you know, if you are a short term trader, you. Made some good paper. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's been a good stock. I agree with you, but not for this. If if you if you, the underlying st- the, the topic of our of our thesis is the same, but the content is very different. <laughs> it's been a good stock. That's a topic. Mm-hmm. The content is you're saying at the the, the dividends. Yeah, it's for the same two, reason that I said they are not, are not so good stock. Two, what is two point five? Plus you're paying someone. They don't care. It's not that they care. That's not the thing they're trying to advance. Then the thing <laughs> they're trying to advance because these are people for you to hold this stock. You have to be man. Come on. You're not someone who would be pleased by two by two percent. Yeah, nah, but you know. still, for me, it's it's an indication of something that even through, you know, we we are still we're still in quote unquote in the neck of the woods. I mean, and it's a ten percent payout ratio. Still low. At, at least they low. give out something. It's quite low. Kigen, you're being over <laughs> optimistic, overly optimistic. You guys are obsessed with eighty percent. No, ten percent seems quite low. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And but then let's let's look out for the final dividend. We'll mm. probably see a um, expected fifty sixty. Fifty sixty. What? I mean, percent. No. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you see, now you've confirmed you're being overly optimistic. It, it'll be around the same ten <laughs> percent, I believe. They're about, and then, but because of this price rally, yeah, there are fears that the price could be over overvalued. Mm. So mm. I don't know whether it's a good time to jump in um, into the market and buy the share uh, because what are the chances of it now growing further? I think the jump because currently it's been. There has been a uh, it, it's been dipping. Um, no, it's been rising actually. Uh, it okay, rose, it's been dipping. It, it rose in July. Like it rose in July. Then those are in July. Yes. Yeah. August. Um, it's been dipping at a very small rate, a low rate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then it's yeah, it's been fairly. Let's say we can call it stable uh, yeah. for most of the of the year, and it's not too volatile. Yeah. Uh, so it's really yeah. it's fairly price uh, consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um. Considering but insurance as a product is like, it has a price in elasticity. Yeah, so yeah. that is um, the, the 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 share price performance <laughs> has been fairly consistent. Um, their earnings also have been almost fairly steady uh-huh. uh, year on year. So there there isn't I don't I don't know whether there's unless they take aggressive. 
uh, approach to improve the insurance penetration uh-huh. numbers yeah. which is a general uh, industry uh, when are we activity to, when are we yet to but, see the, but if you to look the at alliance thing yeah but up. if you to look at their past performances uh-huh. uh, earnings growth has been 6% on average mm. uh, year on year 6% mm-hmm. which isn't i know i know done so good. double digit is yeah, the only thing that is double digit yeah <laughs> 6% it's uh, that's uh, yeah, and you I have mean, good management you have come on i'm looking at six? the i mean i'm looking at 6% growth in 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 earnings um i mean sh- should be at least above the inflation rate you know <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so for me what would i say uh, the outlook of the future outlook of the company looks mm. good um this is i believe so because of the partnership uh, with uh, mm. jubilee alliance uh, alliance though alliance owns um 50 plus of the yeah, company. Yeah, they're on a controlling stake. Yeah, they have the controlling stake, mm-hmm. but I think this was a good move. Um it was, it positive was. outlook, positive yeah. outlook. Yeah. So buy, hold, sell. This is one of the stocks that I'm <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. Uh uh-uh. uh Kigen, <laughs> Kigen, give them something to work with. Buy, hold. Um sell. conflict of interest. I'm conflicted. How are you conflicted? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm also conflicted in telling you guys how I'm conflicted. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, for me I think the earnings growth of 6% is not exciting to me. Uh dividend yield of 2%, 2.6% is not good enough for me. Um still because of the low internet at internet, the low, <laughs> the low insurance penetration yeah, in yeah. in in the country, I'd be like mm. yeah, so for me it's not a stock that I would look at buying at this point. Shouldn't have been so keen on correcting the internet to to to, to, to insurance because internet penetration also affects how much it, it it it's correlated to insurance penetration. No doubt. Digital and all that. Um, my what do you call it? Recommendation. Recommendation. Yeah. Recommendation. Um, I hope it's not a six-page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know when someone has has that lens of what is it called? Has that lens what for lens? for um. Do the conflict of interest. Yeah, we <laughs> can produce a six pager. <laughs> no, um, um, I'd say, I'd say sell, sell so you buy a, a better stock. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So you're saying there's better options? There's, yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what? Just as you finalize, um, what, what's, what's your outlook, um, for the insurance business, um, during the electioneering period? Trajectory is up. Personally, that's what I think. There's increased risk in the market. People will take up more. Um, coverage but then the risk might materialize might, talk, might materialize yeah. <laughs> like they might have to pay that will be afterwards they might have you to pay, pay afterwards you've asked about before when in the in the electioneering <laughs> period um yeah i think it's yeah if it goes bad it goes very bad for mm. for for insurance yeah. uh, companies in terms of the payout that they might have to pay yeah. but i think also a good number of people are going to take up more Covers, fire, yeah. especially covers mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> should introduce what called yeah. stones mm, yeah. theft looting <laughs> probably more guys will be considering taking yeah. up more of it yeah. yeah yeah but all in all i think uh, Keegan has refused to <laughs> give a recommendation yeah, yeah. Uh, me i'm saying do not do not buy if you're already holding as Easter said it might be better to look at other options out there um yeah and that now just wraps up our conversation for the week um yeah. thank you for, for the month 
for yeah for the month the month <laughs> yeah thank you for listening thank you yeah. for watching till till the end yep. um don't forget to like subscribe share comment we'd like to discuss your thoughts and opinions on our social media which yeah. is on twitter you'll find us at market map ke underscore ke yeah market map underscore ke yeah. uh linkedin you'll find us on kenyan's kenyan's market map um yeah and it's been me your host for this week and ending up this month uh daniel kalia easter funding your one and only <laughs> the optimistic man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i want to change my name to armchair analyst i feel like wow anyway. Yes. Okay, people have been current. thinking about titles here. <laughs> so I'll be I'll get mine. Huh? I was about to to do some violation on you, but uh, you know the V for November is for Vita violence, but I've realized that November is ending. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, cheers. cheers and have a good end of the week. Yeah. Uh beginning of the week depending on where when you're watching. Yeah. Just have a good time wherever you are. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.